0: Hi, I'm Marty McKenzie with His Love Ministries. Welcome to the least of these podcasts. We reach out to those the world has forgotten. If you'd like to know more about us and how you can donate to help us fulfill our mission, go to hisloveministries.net. Thank you very much and God bless you. So he says here, it's a new commandment which thing is true in him and in you because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. That's the last part of verse 8. Think about this, guys. The Old Testament, there was a lot of stuff people just didn't understand, right? Somebody said in the Old Testament it was concealed, in the New Testament it was revealed. There were a lot of things that pointed to Christ in the Old Testament. And it all pointed to Christ ultimately, but but to understand it, they didn't understand it completely, right? There were mysteries and all kinds of things that were in there, but until Christ shows up, those things aren't understandable till the new covenant comes and we see christ dying on the cross it was not completely understood but once the holy spirit came and christ did what he did and he spoke the things he spoke and did the things he did there was a new understanding right there was a darkness in the old testament of understanding but jesus brings us light into the world he's the light of the world right and he brings us light and he and he helps us understand the things that we didn't understand and and he brings us light which is you know that light which uh saves people changes people and john 1 5 he says god is light and he's and that light is the life of men and what's he talking about he's the holiness the purity the righteousness of men and that light is the salvation that he's talking about that light is salvation jesus is salvation and he talks about that true light is already shining so so in other words in the darkness is being overcome what he's saying is because jesus has come and people are beginning to change because christ has come and did what he did the world is changing some people are changing and those people the darkness is passing out of their life the evil and the wickedness and all those things are passing out of his life and and things are changing now I'm not saying the world getting, is getting better. Because it's definitely right now getting worse and worse and worse. But what I'm saying is that there's a people in the world that their lives change. That their lives change and the darkness is passing away out of our lives. And we begin to love more and more and more, right? And as we change, and he says in 1 Thessalonians 5:5, You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. He talks about those that get drunk, get drunk at night. Those that steal, steal at night. Those that do wickedness, do it at night. But we're not of the night, right? If we know Christ. So, those who walk in the light practice love. And those who walk in darkness practice hatred. And the Bible repeatedly talks about this truth and emphasizes it. When Christ was born, I want to read this to you. It says, The day spring on high visited the world. Day spring means sunrise. The birth of Christ was the beginning of a new day for mankind. As he lived before men, taught them, and ministered to them, he spread the light of life and love. The people who sat in darkness saw a great light, and to them which sat in the region in shadow of death, light has sprung up. That's Matthew four sixteen, And Jesus said, I am the light of the world, and he who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And so think about this, that this love is a love that pushes the darkness away and brings light and hope to people because there's an old song. Y'all, maybe y'all know the song, Love Lifted Me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Well, that's what Jesus did, right? He brought love, and he puts love in our hearts, and we're to love each other and care for each other. I mean, what is there's like two or three categories of what's always on TV. Probably the number one is what it's always about love songs, and 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 then the other stuff is what good against evil, right? And so, where's all that come from? Why are those themes always around? Because we know those things are true, right? And, and it's in the Bible and it talks about these battles. And even sometimes, you know, even when you're not doing right, or even before you saved, you still want to see the good guy win, right? You know, you always, you know, you always want to see the good guy win. At least I thought most people do maybe maybe the people that are really evil want to see the bad guy win I don't know <laughs> and kill the cop or kill all the people people's trying to lock him up or something I don't know but I you know I just always felt that way I mean and then there's the example of love we we'll look at verses 9 to 11 he says he who says he is in light hates his brothers in darkness until now And he who loves his brother abides in the light and there's no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. So we see that this love is not only new in what it emphasizes, what it focuses on, it's not only new in the example of of jesus christ but it's new in experience in other words uh christians walk in the light and fellowship with god and because we do we have fellowship with each other right and there's a sweetness we were had a group of people over at the house the other night we got a little uh small group we get together on thursdays and we go to a guy's house not too far from here uh dale that comes with it that comes with me and uh we had a little fellowship at the house and and um and i just said you know i always hate to leave those things and have to go back to the real world i like hanging out with my christian friends and brothers and sisters and christ you know because i love them but then there comes a time when you got to go back to where you were at and you, you, you can't do that anymore you got to go back to the real world right you got to go home and go to bed and get up next morning and go back to work and do all those things but one day in heaven that will be forever we'll be fellowship with each other and and worshiping and fellowshipping with god and so we can love each other but look what he says the one who says he's in the light there it is again that says he's in the light and hates his brothers in darkness until now in other words, this guy's another liar. He, he's not really truly a Christian. If he says he's in the light and hates his brother, I mean, yeah, as Christians we can kind of hate people for a while, but if we're really truly Christians, we can't continue to live that way. I told y'all that story about the guy behind me the last time I was here. That, that for years, I, I just kept trying to forgive him. He did something wrong, and then I responded wrongly, and then I kept trying to forgive him. Every time I'd think about him, no matter what I did, the hand's stand up on the back of my neck. And I just get aggravated, you know. And then one day God says, Son, if you want to go do ministry for me, you've got to walk over there and knock on his door and ask him to forgive you. And I said, Okay. <laughs> And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done, but I went and did it. And he said, "I wish you to." Die. I wanted to come over tonight?" And, and I said, "Well, why didn't you?" I said, "You did wrong, and I responded wrong." And I said, "You know, it's done with now. I'm sorry. I forgive you, but you know what? That doesn't mean I have to keep hanging out with him, right? Because his life still kind of was. A, he's still a shaky guy. I don't. I just don't understand people like that." He's one of those if we say. He always looked good on the outside, but even his neighbors used to say things about him about, well, I don't know about that guy. and uh, But I just had to go forgive him, you know. And it was hard, but I did it. So we've got, the Christian life's got two relationships, one towards God, that's vertical, and then horizontal. Kinda looks like a cross, doesn't it? When you get this right, these will be right. You can never be wrong in this area and be right with him. Amen. You remember what that verse says? I can't remember where it's at. I think it's Matthew five and it talks about where if you got something against your brother, go and go and get right with him before you bring your gifts to the altar or you have fellowship, you know. It talks about that when you do the Lord's supper. Go get right with people, right? You got to get right with people before you can you can uh, be back in fellowship with God. And so, there's no book in the Bible that illustrates the blinding power of hatred like the book of Esther. You know that guy Haman; he wanted the Jews dead so bad, and ended up killing him, right? And that's what hatred does. It kills you, kills me. You know what was that little ditty? I can't remember how it goes. But uh, when you when you quit hating somebody, you set a prisoner free, and the prisoner you set free is <coughs> me. Because most of the time, we hating somebody or disliking somebody, mad with somebody, and you know what? The hell are they what they're like. Who cares? whoop-dee-doo that's your problem Bubba for most time they don't even know we mad with them right (laughs) they don't even know we mad with them so the believer who can love all believe the person who can love all believers under any circumstances is a person who walks or lives in the light because he's in fellowship with God And he can fellowship with any Christian anywhere. He may not agree with every Christian, but he fellowships with him nevertheless. You know, sometimes people say to Christians and they believe all kinds of crazy things that are really things we, you know, that are salvation issues. And we have to separate from them. But if they believe stuff that's not a salvation issue, when I talk about salvation issue, I'm talking about uh, Jesus is the way the truth and the life and salvation is by grace through faith and Christ alone and faith alone and that's the only way right it's not of works right Christ was born of a virgin he, the scripture is God's word we believe that if you can't believe in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth you may as well throw the rest of the Bible away and some people won't say, well, you know, that's poet. That's, it. that's poetry. That's not really historical. God said it was. You know? That he died literally, physically on the cross. He was buried. He rose again the third day. That's the gospel. That he's coming again one day literally bodily to get us. Salvation. Those are the main issues. Those things. You know, people want to talk about, well, I'm a millennialist or I'm a post-millennialist or a dispensationalist or I believe this or I believe that or I believe in tongues or I don't believe in tongues or whatever it is. Okay, that's fine. We can agree to disagree, whatever it is. But on those other things, we got to separate. Because you're not really a true Christian if you don't believe those other things. But the rest of it, we love our brothers and sisters where they're at, right? Listen what he says. He says, a man who hates is like a man wandering aimlessly in the dark. He faces potentially grave dangers. The Bible talks about the things that we're supposed to do for one another. We're to wash one another's feet, John 13:14. Prefer one another. Put one before the other, Romans 12:10. Be of the same mind one to another. Romans 12, 16. Don't judge one another. Romans 14, 13. Receive one another. Romans 15, 14. Build up one another. 1 Thessalonians five eleven. Bear one another's burdens. Confess your faults to one another. Use hospitality to one another. That's what we're supposed to do. But when we practice Christian love, We'll be living in the light. We'll be living in fellowship with God and our Christian brothers. Secondly, we won't become stumbling blocks to other people. And thirdly, we'll grow spiritually and progress towards Christ's likeness You know, so many times when we don't love people and we hold all these things in our hearts, it keeps us from having the joy and the peace and the abundant life that God wants us to have. Do you know that? When we hold all that stuff in... When we don't let it go and give it to God, you know, I mean, no matter what it is, guys, you know, I don't know where you've been, what's what's going on in your life, but anything that you've got in your life, no matter who did it to you or what you did, you can trust Christ and ask him to forgive you if you did stuff. And you could ask him to forgive those other people and help you forgive them if they did it to you and maybe god will give you an opportunity to love that person you know i mean that's what blows people minds is when you love people no matter what they've done to you you know that guy i was talking about that you know he's cursing me and i just had to walk off that day it was a couple of them guys i worked with you know and, and i just began to pray for those guys I began to pray for them and at first it was just like you know I'm praying but I don't mean this <laughs> you know <laughs> but but you got to keep on praying you got to keep on asking God to help you and for long I got to the place where I could pray for those guys and I felt sorry for them why because of where they were at in their life they were not Christians they were living for the world they were not doing right things and I could speak to them and I could nod to them and and even though I didn't like what they did I could still be friendly to them and pray for them and and just you know and people you know they 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 don't they don't that blows their mind you know I mean I think about when I went to that one building I think I told y'all this before that the guy you know he said are you really a Christian and I said yeah I am he said man I see people trying to get to you they're trying to trying to just chew on you and gnaw on you and make you mad and you stop let them say what they want to say and then when they get through you just kind of go on about your business what you were saying and he said i see smoke coming out their ears you know they get mad they don't know what to do with you And for it was over with when they realized that they couldn't get to me they began to be friendly to me open up to me talk to me share with me i don't know if i ever made a difference in any of those lives that one boy that asked me that question i took him in the back explained the plan of salvation to him and thought i led him to christ i don't know if he really truly trusted christ that day or not but i told him you know and that's the way it is guys that's the first step we got to trust christ jesus died for your sins my sins the sins of the whole world he was buried and he rose again the third day according to the scriptures that's first corinthians 15 verse 3 and 4 that's the gospel That's what Paul says. That's the gospel. That's the good news. That Jesus died in our place. He died for our sins. And the good news is that. If we ask God to forgive us and save us. If we confess with our mouth. And believe in our heart. That means with everything in us. We truly understand the truth that Jesus is God. And He died in our place. And he died for our sins. And we ask him to forgive us and save us and change us. Then we can become his child right we confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts that jesus is god and he's been raised from the grave that's salvation guys and the bible says whoever calls on his name shall be saved it could be just simply something in your mind oh god that's me i need you i need christ i believe that that's what i said one day in church and the lord saved me Preacher said, man, this is where you're at, and this is the things you're doing. And I said, oh, God, that's me. I just, oh, boy. And God came in my life, and <coughs> I began to change. It wasn't because I was trying all these programs and doing all these things, but it was because God began a new work in me. He made me a new creation, and he can do the same thing for you. You can lay down all that bitterness, you can lay down all that hatred, you can lay down all that unforgiveness or whatever it is that's in your life and leave it at the cross and say, oh God, I'm a sinner, save me. And take him at his word, that's what we call faith, right? God said it and I believe it. Jesus said, unless you believe I am he, you shall likewise perish in your sins. You know, he said right after John 3.16, he says, whoever believes in him is not condemned but he says right after that he says but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he's not believed in the name of the only begotten son of god because their deeds were evil and they loved the darkness rather than the light so if you love the darkness more than the light and you got a sin that you're hanging on to and you don't want to give up then you may not come to christ because you love that sin more than you love god that's the same kind of love that jesus had for us we had that same kind of love for that sin But you got to be willing to give it up and say, oh, God, just save me, change me. And you know what? He'll take that sin out of your life. He'll help you get rid of it. It may be a struggle the rest of your life, but he can give you the power to overcome whatever it is that's in your life. And be that new creation. Be that new man. Be the one that God has changed from the inside out. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you for these men. We thank you for their service and what they have done to help us stay free and lord all the things that's been in their lives lord we just lift each and every one up lord we pray that you'd heal hearts and minds and bodies and strengthen them and lord if there's one here that doesn't know you today they would just cry out say oh lord jesus i'm a sinner save me and they would take you at your word and ask for that forgiveness and be forgiven and become your child tonight and for those of the ones that are here already tonight, and I don't know who all, I know some of them that already know you, Lord, that they would just be thankful for who you are and what you've done and how you've worked in their lives and delivered them from some of the things that are, have been in their lives and helped them to go past some things, Lord. Continue to strengthen them and guide them and lead them and be with them and just become the, become the man that you want them to be, Lord. And we just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.